Here at the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, we love our Aussie listeners. Well, we love all our listeners, but we want to give a special shout out to our friends down under. And in the spirit of this recognition, today we welcome Trader Cobb back to the show to discuss what the crypto charts are saying or not saying. It's like looking into a crystal ball and finding fish in it. Well, that's actually really just a fishbowl. Don't forget to feed the fish. It's the Put Another Prawn on the Bobby episode number 257 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. I know you used to call it shrimp. Now you call it prawn. Every time you're talking about Australia, you talk about putting a prawn on the barbie. Well, I've been corrected because I was told that they don't actually put shrimps on the barbie. They put prawns on them. I know that. But, you know, we know they're called shrimps here in America. So why don't we just keep calling them that? Call it whatever I want to. All right. That sounds good. Stay bad. This was a great episode. Yeah. Nice talking with you all today. Don't be seafoodist. (laughs) I love me some shrimps. I don't love Miss Prawns. I love Miss the Shrimps. You like them no matter what they're called, and you like them every way, whether they're That's boiled, true. fried, poached, or whatever. You don't like prawns at all. And I'm not a big fan. I'll, I'll eat, like, of all seafood, if I've got to eat something, I'll eat shrimp. Man, I love shrimp cocktails. Shrimp cocktail. I guess they, do they call it prawn cocktail down there? That just doesn't sound right to me. I don't know. We didn't get to ask Craig about that. But welcome to the Bad uh, Prawn Podcast. Joel Com here, and that's uh, the shrimp prawn loving Mr. Travis Wright. And we are really grateful for our fans in Australia. You guys, down under, make up our second largest audience. Of course, the United States being where the most people listen, but Australia is in second place with a bullet. That's true. And we got some really exciting news. We are going to come down and do a Bad Crypto Live in Australia as soon as somebody invites us. <laughs> we we had several people <laughs> reach out and say they'd like to bring us. Well, bringing us means that, you know, we don't have to pay to come and we'd really love to. So if somebody is with a crypto project or organization or association and you'd like to talk about having a bad crypto live there, then reach out to us at badcryptopodcast at gmail.com and let's talk about it because Mr. Travis Wright and I want to come to the other side of the world. And you know what? We could do a bad crypto live where we engage with the fans or if there's a company or there's a conference, you want us to do a, a blockchain workshop. we got a 90 minute workshop that we can do or we can share, you know, kind of walk through things and teach people about what it all means. Ideally what would be so fun would be to tour around Australia. You know, it's like go to Brisbane, go to, go to Sydney, go to Perth, go to Melbourne, Melbourne yeah. uh, maybe go to uh, Adelaide. There's like four or five places that would be really cool to hit and go around, pop, 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 pop and check out Australia, mate. And then fly back. As always, we want to give a shout out to our show sponsor, LinkedIn Jobs. You want to get matched with the right people that you want to hire. It's Listen, I've had a business. One time I had up to 38 employees. And I went through you know others. I had some bad hires. I wish I had LinkedIn Jobs back then when I was hiring. And uh, it, it, they used their AI in in you know, they understand how to find the right people based on their background and their interests and their passions. This is how you get relevant, qualified candidates so you can find the right 
person for the job. Don't mess around with that Craigslist or any of that stuff. Just go to LinkedIn Jobs and you could post your first job today and get 50 bucks off. That It's that easy. Go to linkedin.com forward slash bad crypto podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Go find that good hire. LinkedIn jobs are good. Fantastic. But the closest we're going to get to Australia now is to welcome our guest for this episode, his second appearance. Let's get to Trader Cobb. And joining us again because he can't stay away, I think it's Mm. probably our dashing good looks, is our friend from Down Under with a very successful YouTube channel. You might know him as Trader Cobb, but we call him Craig because that's his name. His parents didn't name him Trader. Hey, what's up, Cobb? Hey, boys. Good to uh, good to be back. Thanks for having me again. I uh, I just can't get enough of you, boys. I tell you, it's uh, it's it's hard waking up in the morning knowing that I'm not speaking to you. So today's a good start to my day. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, we had to respond to your ninth request to be back on the show. So they <laughs> emails like, "All right, we'll let Craig back on the show, guys." Well, we have one thing there. We're certainly persistent. My my team's doing the right thing. You are thing persistent. Yes, that's so good. Uh, you guys should be following uh, Craig on his YouTube channel at Trader Cobb. Uh, he, uh, he he makes crypto easy to understand, and uh, he's got a lot of videos up there. And, and we're going to talk today about the state of the market. So um, we're going to timestamp this because I'm not exactly sure when this interview is going to air. So just so you have perspective it is march 14th in the year 2019 while we're uh, talking about crypto today so if something dramatic happens by the time this episode is released you'll know that we had no idea that was going to happen but don't forget i'm actually in the future i'm actually in the future so i'm on it's the 15th of march here for me so you know i kind of know what's going to happen for you guys because oh. you know i'm a day ahead you see I yeah love that i've always wanted to be in the future Come over. So cool. <laughs> I've been there. I've been down under, and then I was over under, and uh, it was good. I like going down there to Australia. It is. It's so funny when it's like it's all cold here. You go down there, and it's like super hot summertime. You know, I'd love that how the whole hemisphere thing works. Down under, over under. Just don't go to reach around. Uh, well, I don't do the reach around, but I like to go around the globe. Um, <laughs> unless you're a flat earther, in which case there's no around. It's just either just top, top or keep bottom. Trucking. That is true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we've ever asked that question of flat earthers. Like, well, why is it? Uh, why is Australia hot then when it's cold here? Because the Earth's flat. Wouldn't everybody get the same temperature? That's a good point. I try not to spend too much time with those people. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, so, so I noticed you got you got over five hundred videos that you've created. So you're pretty prolific with the content creation over there. Like, how often are you putting out videos, man? Oh, mate, we uh, we are flat out. Um, I do more more free content than paid content. Um, just constantly putting it out there. Look, my my role in this space is really through my eyes to help people make simplifying. So to help it simple to read charts and understand technical analysis, of course, mm-hmm. a lot of people out there, are, they're all looking at the news. And at the moment on my podcast, the Trader Cobb Crypto Show, it's based around every single episode in the morning, I start by going through a list of news items, and then I go and relate that to price. And what I've been finding, because I, I really don't pay much attention to the news, you know, like, oh, Bitcoin's doing this. It's like, I don't care. You know, you, you don't know what's going on because I don't know what's going on. So therefore, I'm not going to waste my time reading your article. I'll read about the technology upgrades and what's going on and yada, yada. 
But a lot of this price speculation stuff is exactly that. It's just speculation. So I try and give back to help people to understand what they are actually looking at now because price action is price measured by time. These are factual pieces of information. And as long as you learn how to read that language, it can really set you up well for the future. And um, there's some very interesting things going on at the moment. So, yeah, what, what do you find interesting right now? And in, in just so we have something to go along with this timestamp as we're looking at the crypto market cap right now, 135 billion and Bitcoin is at 39.21. Beautiful. So what I'm seeing at the moment is, um, okay, so let, let me give you some context here. I look at trends, higher lows and higher highs is an uptrend, okay? Lower highs and lower lows is a downtrend. Now, what we currently have, and I'm talking about the daily time frame right now, we had a higher low that was set back on the 13th of February, and in that trend, a higher high on the 24th of February. Now we've got another higher low in here that came in on the 27th, and that low is at 3761. 3761 on the bit for next chart. So what we actually have here is two higher lows. We haven't got two higher highs. Now, here's the interesting thing. Whilst we've been consolidating for the last three weeks on Bitcoin between sort of 3770 and 4,000-ish, we haven't made a higher high and we haven't made a lower low. So we're in this state of flux. Now, to give some perspective there, if we can go on and set a second higher high in this trend, not just one higher high, but a second higher high, it will be the first time that we have done that since the bull run of 2017. Now, here's the thing. We've seen an uptrend back, a uh, pretty ugly uptrend back in April, okay? It set a higher high, and then it sold off immediately to new lows. Then we saw another trend that set up back in July, setting higher highs, and then it went straight back. So we didn't get that second higher high kick in. We have not seen it happen at all since the bull market. Now, we got the chance to do that, now and not far away from setting a new higher high if it is to occur, and that needs to be a, um, above 4,282, 4,282. If we get above there and a little tiny bit higher, we'll also have a weekly uptrend. Now, that hasn't happened since the 2017 bull market either. So there is a big opportunity here to do something that we have not seen on the charts since the last bull run, and I'm pretty pumped about it. I hope it bloody happens. I'm I'm pretty high right now. <laughs> can oh. you can you morph into Bitcoin then? Uh, that's funny. So so, what's your platform of choice that you used for your charts? Because I know is it Trading View or is it one of these other ones? Yeah, and what I do you try like to use tra to, to to mark up your code or to mark up the charts. Yeah, it's Trading View for the time being. I mean, look, it's pretty clunky. It's pretty slow. Um, I can't have. I mean, I sit here. I've got four screens with me um, that I trade from, and it's a bit it's a bit frustrating. Okay, I mean, look for for me, I'm used to trading with a program called TradeStation for my charts, which is a massive company uh, based in the US. But that's futures. for stocks, right? If stocks, futures, foreign exchange, you name it, they they've pretty much they've got a pretty good spread. They're probably the most uh, Charting-wise, for a professional, from my point of view, I've, I've, I've had a lot of them and, and they were my favorites. But I can have them across all four of my screens, tabs. Like I can literally customize exactly what I want and I can have it across multiple screens. Now, it's a downloaded application on a desktop, so it's not a web-based platform. Web-based platforms as a whole generally suck because you can't have them across multiple screens. So it's a bit annoying. It's a bit clunky. But you know what? 
there's a lot of things in this space that need development. They need to grow. And that's why we've got such a great opportunity. I'll still happily trade in this market, even though I can't have the best order entry stops and targets because it makes up for it in volatility. So mm-hmm. take the good with the bad for the time being, you know. So trade station is the one for me. Yeah. I want to ask one question, though, but kind of back it up a little bit because you hit on a few points that I thought are really interesting. Now, when you're talking – now, for, for first – do you have like an introduction video for people who are trying to get into trading where you kind of go over what all those things mean? Like when you're saying a higher high and a higher low, like what time frame are you talking about? Are you mm-hmm. talking because I mean, I'm looking at this down here and I see in February 8th, for example, it had a high of 3636. And then, oh, then that was another higher high. It went up to 3860. And then, oh, it had another higher high, it went up to 4140. But it didn't break through the resistance from back in November or December or whatever when it was right around that 4,200. Yep. So how are you determining that? Because that's I think that's something that people need to understand where they don't understand. And it's just like, you know, people who are traders and they know naturally what it's all about. Easy. People who are not are hearing Chinese. Yeah, look, I, I totally get that, man. Um, and look, yeah, we do. We, we've got heaps of free tools on the website. The, the best place to get it is just tradercob, that's com forward slash free tools. Um, look, you can just go to the website, you'll navigate through, but we do. We've, I've got a couple of free courses, free webinars, uh, and you also get two videos a week from me, free. So we do so much free content out there. That's mm-hmm. where it's going to show you. Tradercob.com slash what? Free tools, free tools. Free tools, okay. Don't be such a free tool. That'll Oh, look out. All tools should be free. Um, so it's, it, it really is about teaching you uh, the basics of exactly what those sorts of things look like. And look, where we've had success is we are able to take those people from, I've got no idea what you're talking about, what's a chart, all the way through to having a set checklist to actually execute from. It, look, it takes time, but, you know, so does everything. Except for, like, instant coffee. That doesn't take much time. Well, it does. You've got to boil the water. All right, fine. Be that way. I mean, try to make an analogy here. And gosh, logic, boys, come on. Yeah, don't get me started there. So um, we and we appreciate you giving those tools out and we will certainly link to them. So uh, are you primarily focused on Bitcoin then now or are you looking at some of these altcoins as well and how they're trading? Yeah. Okay. So here's something that uh, that I'm really interested in talking to you guys about right now, because there's got to be a point at which people know when to go to alts and when to stay in, or you know, when when's the best time to look at your alt markets? And I've got watch lists on both. So I've got my margin trading pair watch list, which I think is about forty odd, and then uh, which means I can trade with leverage on Bitfinex, Bitmex, all those yada yadas. Uh, and then you've, I've got my um, top 100 list, which is basically as much about as much Binance as I can get in there, because that tem- tends to be where a lot of the volume is. A bit of Bittrex there, but mostly I'm trading on Binance these days. I'm not using leverage. Now, what we have right now is um, Bitcoin, as we know, the last three weeks has pretty much not done a great deal, right? It, it's been pretty right, range-bound. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been pretty sideways. Now, when you start to see that occur, this is the opportune moment to go across and look at your Bitcoin pairings. Because while Bitcoin does sweet FA, the rest of the market can do what it wants and get some really nice uptrends. Now, of course, if you're not trading with leverage, you haven't got the opportunity to trade to the downside. You're, you're not able to go short and make money as the market falls. So when Bitcoin goes sideways, I go to the altcoin. So for me, I've been getting most of my action in the altcoins and building sats. There's a time to build sats. There's a time to build dollars. And my time to build sats is now. 
That sounds like a song from like um, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Time to get sats, a time to get cash, time to hodl, a time to sell. <laughs> well done. I think that was, uh, yeah, you, you executed that, was, that pretty well, man. <laughs> that was horrible, actually. Don't, don't encourage me. I like it. I like it. So good. there's been some cracking opportunities in the last couple of weeks. I mean, I'm about to put a video together now uh, from, from three from last week. Um, three trades, uh, Elf, E-L-F. I think it's, it's weird that the Epic is A-E-L-F-B-T-C, but then you look at it and it says E-L-F. Anyway, that had a great little cradle trade back on the what was it the the seventeenth? Oh, sorry, the seventh. I think. Oh, well, let me tell you the date so I can actually give these people that are listening to this some reference. Yeah, back on the fifth of March, uh, beautiful little trade pull back into there. It's had a cracking run. Binance has been my absolute best uh, trades this year from getting long back on the 31st of January, getting long again uh, on the 4th of March and just getting some absolutely, you know, I mean, that's, this has just been the best market for trading. Binance has been an absolute bull terror. And last week as well, uh, KNC, which is, um, what's that again? Uh, Binance, Kyber Network. On the uh, on the 5th of March, again, uh, a setup put its, you know, basically gave me the opportunity. So not last week, the week before. And uh, last week, it popped 130%, giving some wonderful profits. So it's not heaps of trades at the moment against Bitcoin. But I'll tell you what, the ones that we're getting are just going so bloody well. So it's it's about being patient, knowing what you're looking for, and then um, and then striking like a fierce blade. That was nice. Did you like that? Fierce. It wasn't uh, it wasn't Crosby Stills Nash and Young good, but it was it was my my attempt at being like you. Well, that's true. So I tell you what, I just added, folks. I just added Trader Cobb's resources to this new page we put together. That's basically our top ten or the first ten episodes that you might want to hear if you're trying to figure out what this blockchain and crypto is, which is badco.in forward slash basics. If you go to the bottom of that article, well, first of all, you're going to see all the ten of the. Uh, the podcast that you might want to listen to or share with a friend so they can listen to to get up to speed. And uh, I just added, uh, because you got some great resources on there because a lot of people don't know how to trade. Mm. They don't know what, what to do. A lot of times people just, a lot of times people just hold their crypto and then they go, okay, well, I need some cash and so I'm going to sell it. Are you speaking from experience there, Travis? That's kind of how I roll. <laughs> yeah, well, I do trade a little bit, but my trades always, you know what, when the bull market was going, man, every trade I made, I was a genius. Yeah. And now, now it's, it sucks. My trades are not so good, uh, especially in November when I was like, oh, yeah, this looks like a good time to buy some Bitcoin. And then promptly drops off $2,000, like literally over the next couple of days. I was like, all right. I, I guess I'm not a trader. It's not not not. Uh, well, not let me add something to that. I mean, look, you're not the only one. We've we've got people out there that would I, which I would call retail traders, right? They're they're people like us that just go and buy and sell and do that sort of thing. Now, there's also people out there that are currently in institutions. I've been speaking with a couple of them recently on our podcast. We've been sort of focusing at exchanges at the moment, as well as uh, focusing on speaking with a lot of v- venture capital and private equity firms. Now, what I've been noticing through speaking with a number of people that have reached out to me personally is it doesn't matter how much money they have. It matters on how much experience they have. I know people that have got thousands and thousands and thousands of Ethereum that didn't sell on the way up. Now they're hurting on the way down. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, sheesh, what, what, you know, what, do we, what do I do here? And these are smart people, man. Like They're, they're smart people. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between being a smart person in something and not having a clue in something else. So it's not just the people at the ground floor, you know, at the coalface, you or me, guys, and, and, the, and the audience. That's like most Especially. people with politics, I think. <laughs> yeah. They know a lot about something else, but you have politics conversations with them. Clueless. <laughs> 
<laughs> so actually, the reason what made me say that because I'm on Trader Cobb's page is 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 a YouTube page, and over on the side it says popular channels: CNN, Fox News, ABC, C- CNBC, wow. Bright Side, and True Crime Daily. I'm like, wow, you know, politics there. Is how am I in that list? How how am I anywhere near any of that? Fox News and CNBC. <laughs> no idea. Those are those are the popular channels related to you. <laughs> right. Okay. Fair enough. YouTube, sort your algorithms out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right now, we're looking at the happening uh, coming up mm. in May of 2020, right? Yeah. And yeah. what we've seen from past charts is that a year before the happening is when we enter into the season of the bull run. So what are your thoughts on that repeating this time around? Well, um, from my point of view, I've also heard something else to add to that. Now, whether that works or not is that um, if you go back in time uh, over the large period on Bitcoin, and I, I've got to just, I'm just saying this because somebody told this to me, right? I'm going to go and have a look at the monthly right now. I actually haven't gone through it and checked it. Is what we've get, What we end up getting is that Odd years are bullish. Even years are bearish. Now, that's what I've heard. But I mean, look, if we go through 16, 17, (laughs) both of those years were bullish. So I'm not sure how much I read into that. But I mean, look, history does repeat itself sometimes, but it doesn't mean it repeats itself all the time. If you consider where we've come to now as a marketplace, we have seen a lot of change. Um, I'd, I'd like to think it kicks us into a bull market. Uh, I don't know if that will be the catalyst for that. Uh, I think the catalyst for, for the next market actually happening will be a bit more adoption. Uh, if you consider like the internet days, um, and again, this is how this is history once again used as a tool for the future potentially. When we saw like the, the use of the internet come on, we, you know, it, we didn't have a Google. We could just go and plug in and go da 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 da. We didn't even have a Netscape. We had a we had a nothing. We had a okay. Unless you know computers, there ain't no way you're going to get around this, right? Then we had applications that started to allow us to be easily using this new internet tool and, and getting information, working with this program. I see the same sort of thing at the moment. I mean, how many people are using blockchain without knowing they're using blockchain? Not many, because it's not being used that mainstream. Okay, so I think we need to have more of a mainstream uh, mainstream adoption in the use case of certain things so that people and businesses start to invest more. What I can say is that right now it seems to be and we went through the bull market right of 2017 then we went through the ICO madness which was sort of back in the 2017 early 2018 now it seems to be a lot more bullish behind closed doors okay so a lot of private equity a lot of venture capital are out there trying to buy into businesses trying to build out their ecosystems now these are not things that they talk about these are not things that are out there in the general public unless they're on a podcast or a video or something like that and you're talking to them but there is a lot of interest out there there is a lot of money that's trying to find a home and they're trying to do a bit of a land grab i see that as being something very very bullish for our market because while we're down at these levels we're definitely seeing a consolidation of um you know equity sorry a consolidation of um cash being entered into this market through other businesses. So as those businesses get their funding to then scale and go to the masses, I think we'll see the market follow with that. So my, I guess my next question then would be around, because well, I'm really, tr- I'm trying to get inside the mind of a trader, right? I think our audience like wants to know some of these Do things. It. Now you mentioned you have three screens Four. you have set up at your place. You're watching, Four. right? Four. Yep. 
four. Right. And so you said your monitor. So when you said, okay, Bitcoin's going sideways, so I'm going to go look at these altcoins. I'm going to go figure out which one's what. Now, what's the beginning? What, what's the research process for you when you start thinking about that? Like, I want to go find some coins that are maybe, you know, going to start doing some stuff. Are you looking in the top 100? Are you looking in the top 50? Is it all, every one of them is available? Are you... Go- are you going to coin market cap and sorting by something to kind of identify a few? And what's your process when you begin to try to discover some of these coins that might pop? Yeah, good call, man. Good question. Uh, look, it's pretty straightforward. It does take a little bit of mucking around. We've got in our in our community in Slack groups a couple of people that have got really big brains, and they've uh, they've created a ripping tool. So it rips the top one hundred, and you can put it in for Binance, and it gives you the list yourself. But there are easy ways to do that. Well, not easy, but more long ways it's easy to do. Now, first things first, I've got my margin pair list. All right. So out of that, I've got Bitcoin at the top, top 10, then all the way down through that. And the final one there is ZRX against the dollar, which we can trade on, I think on margin. I haven't traded on margin yet on Bitfinex. So it's I've got a margin pair list, right? Now, each day I go through that list I scan that list, right? I start looking. At, I've got two screens, so on, like I can only, like I said, as I go through, I, I can't look at all my all my different monitors. I can only look at the one because they don't link together. All right, so I'm looking at the four hour and I'm looking at the daily. I'm looking for trend. All right, so when people have gone through and they, you know, done that course, the free stuff with me, they'll, they'll understand what trend is. My first objective is to find good strong trends. When I find a good strong trend, I uh, on the trades on the trading view um, functionality, you can there's a little flag to the left of the epic code. So let's say BTC USD, that's a little little flag there. You press that flag and it goes red. Now that goes into a watch list for me. So my process is going through all of the margin pairs first, then I go across to my list of Bitcoin 100, which is the top 100 based on coin market cap at that time. Now I update that, I should update that every month, but I'm a little bit lazy and busy like you guys. So it doesn't get updated as as often as it should. Then I scan through that list too. What I end up with at the end of that scam is my list for the day. Now unless conditions change significantly, I'll work from that list and stalk out trades. So this becomes my stalking list. I'm just waiting for opportunities. I, I trade three trading strategies. That's it. All right. Now, if, either, if any of these three strategies start to set up, then that's what I'm looking for. All right. Now, for, for an example, today, I've got a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight out of probably... 140, 150 charts that I've looked at. I have one live order, which is what I said to you when, when we first jumped into this chat. I said, you know, give me five seconds. I've got to raise an order. And that is on Gollum against Bitcoin if it's to break some resistance. So there is a complete process. It's not complicated. It's a really simple one. And you can do it quickly when you've got the expertise. Like it does take a bit of time. And I, I do my scans every day with my members as well. Uh, so as I do my scans of those lists, they're watching. All right, what uh, what else do we want to um, tackle here? Uh, is there anything else you want us to ask you about specifically, Craig? Oh, look, I think at the moment it's it's really about understanding that um, people don't need to be trading often. They don't need to feel like they have to be doing something. Over trading really does hurt. Okay, the, the single biggest way that you can fail and lose your money is to over trade. There are good trades that are still out there. Those that are buying, I disagree. Selling, uh, the biggest way, on. the biggest way to, is to hold it uh, from the high <laughs> and not sell any at all. 
that's the biggest way to lose 90% of your crypto. Yes, okay. I can't I, I really can't argue with that logic on on that one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, there's something else as well to, to consider right now. As the market is going sideways, you, you, most people, if they're going to look at a chart, they'll be getting a little bit familiar with these wild spikes that we're seeing. Um, we, we see like these spikes, like for example, for, for the 15th of March at 1 a.m. my time, there was a spike up. It went the, the high of that candle was 4,004. The low of that candle was 3,869. Now, all of this happened over 30 minutes. Now, I know people talk about manipulation. All right, I get that. Now. Is there manipulation in this market? Yes, there's manipulation in nearly every single market. So I'd be mad to say that there isn't. The thing is, the difference I see in these markets is that when the price goes down, it's manipulation. When the price goes up, this is just normal behavior. So I think they're pointing the gun at the wrong times. Um, when we see these crazy spikes like this, I think that's where the manipulation is. Something else that I'm looking into at the moment, actually, is Litecoin and Bitcoin fell at exactly the same rate at exactly the same time to the minute. Yet, on Litecoin crossed with Bitcoin, there's also a massive spike. Now, that doesn't make sense. So I'm going in and doing some checking and I'm going to be going at Bitfinex on that one because it doesn't make any sense. So you're saying that maybe Bitfinex was doing a little something, a little something, something? I don't know if they're doing it on purpose. I don't know if they're doing it by accident. I don't know if they even know that it's happening. But if Bitcoin's falling at the same rate as Litecoin at exactly the same time, then if you cross Litecoin with Bitcoin, it should stay the same. And it's not. You see it on that Ethereum pairs. If you look at Bitcoin, sorry, if you look at Ethereum and you look at EOS, well, if you, it, they both fall at a similar sort of rate. Actually, they've got more of a discrepancy, right? More than Litecoin and Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Yet on their EOS versus Ethereum chart, they're exactly the same. They didn't blip. They didn't, and that's the way it should be. So there is some fishy business going on. And don't worry, I've got my uh, Dick Tracy cap on and I am going to put my detective face on today and go and see if I can work out what's going on there. And I uh, shall report back. And speaking of dicks, is uh, McAfee going to have to eat his? Looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't think in the next, uh, what do we got here, uh, 21 months, 20 months, that it's got to get to a million? That's all. Just a million. Just a million. No, I, uh, look, I, I have been wrong before and I will be wrong again. I'm a trader. I'm not a, uh, I'm not, I don't have a crystal ball, but, um, I tell you what, uh, I think McAfee, that's all he's going to have left is two crystal balls. <laughs> On that Ouch. note, Ouch. I think that's a, that's a great stopping place right there. <laughs> TraderCobb.com is the website. And if you go to TraderCobb.com forward slash free tools, guess what? Free tools, exactly what you expected to find on a page that was free tools. Uh, Craig, thanks so much, man. We appreciate you coming in, weighing in on your latest thoughts on uh, the crypto markets. Good on you guys. I appreciate your time. I love being on the show. I hope you have a great afternoon, everybody listening, and to you too, gentlemen. And shortly after this, Travis, we were interviewed by Craig on his podcast, which should have aired by now or soonly or something. And we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Uh, he's a smart guy. And for some odd reason, he really likes us. So we've been on his show a couple of times. He's been on our, our show a couple of times. And I'm pretty sure he's already emailing us again to be on our show again. Come on, Craig. We just published this episode. He's like, I love you guys so much. Put oh, me on again. Can it be the bad Copto podcast? <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys, as always, and you girls, guys and the girls. You're one or the other. And uh, we appreciate that. 
you're that you're one of those genders. And of course, if we have some in the animal, Mr. Mr. Joelcom, you got to include the Zers. If we have any in the animal kingdom that enjoy listening to the show, you know, write us and tell us, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, a hippopotamus and I enjoy the Bad Crypto podcast. And, you know, me and my buddies in the swamp, we're uh, we're digging it. The hippos, Mm -hmm. they don't do swamps, do they? Well, I know my cat loves listening to me do the Bad Crypto podcast as long as I pile up some catnip on the carpet over there. He will just sit there the whole time and listen. He's down with that. And if you guys haven't tuned in to the bad boys of tech yet, then we're already on episode 11 or so. And we've had some fantastic, really great content. We had Chris Penn on to talk about how social media is going to change in a year or so due to artificial intelligence and machine learning. We've had Jeremy Kaplan, who's the editor for digitaltrends.com, one of the biggest tech sites. Mm -hmm. We've, you know, we've talked about virtual reality. We've talked about the health tech that's coming your way with John Nasta. Go to Bad Boys. We had the editor-in-chief of The Onion on. Yeah, that's true. Pretty good. Uh, Badboysoftech.com is the website. Go, and of course, you'll find it on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Please go subscribe. Give it a listen and let us know what you think. If you enjoy Bad Crypto, then we imagine you'd enjoy hearing Travis and I nerd out on uh, technology in general. That's true. But have you ever imagined like somebody like telling you, hey, Go check out our podcast. It's not really good. It's average content. We've had some pretty subpar guests on, but hopefully you like it. No, I, why would you say that? See, nobody would say that. This is what's so funny. It's, like, no, but it's, it's an funny. amazing podcast. We have amazing content. Everybody thinks their content's amazing. Ours just happens to be amazing. Yeah. But everyone <laughs> thinks theirs is amazing. <laughs> And one more uh, shout out to you guys. If you haven't done your taxes yet for 2018, go back and listen to our episode with Drew Karnowski. That's uh, here on the Bad Crypto Podcast about that. Make sure you get tax day is almost upon us and you don't want to miss out. Mine are done, Mr. Travis Wright. Congratulations, Mr. Joel Com. Yeah, feels good. Feels good. Uh, I'm hoping uh, that I don't have to pay anything more. Yeah. I actually am working on some stuff from the previous years, getting all cleaned up, which is nice. And uh, that should be all squared away here in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. It's awesome. All right, gang. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate you, whether you're stateside or down under or wherever else you might be in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. Except uh, you folks in Antarctica. We don't really like them. Why not? Well, they're very cold. Very, very cold hearted. They're like on the edge of the earth, right? Mm-hmm. that's where you fall off i mean a couple of our fans were listening to bad crypto just fell off the edge <laughs> which by the way i read that some of these flat earthers are actually planning an expedition so they're going to go prove once and for all um they're going to go find the wall the great wall of the end of the disc is that like the big wall that's on um the uh game of thrones I- i'm really not sure i don't watch game of thrones i don't either but i know there's a big wall it's a huge wall it's really big yeah nobody makes walls like them dude like they do on the show are we done bantering it's huge how about now i can assure you the show was over stay bad who's bad 
The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.